It's late August in the Appalachians, specifically North Carolina. This is your first assignment. You've been sent out to Ghost Town in the Sky, an abandoned amusement park about 30 minutes west of Asheville. A few days ago, locals reported hearing screaming from coming from the park at night, and Mary, the ghost of an elephant probably ex executed in 1916, who now serves as the Raven's sort of paranormal radar, confirmed a, quote, weirdness in the area. You're going there with Anthony Green, who was who is the head of the local cell and your trainer during these past couple months. He's serving as your handler and will be maintaining a hands-off approach as much as possible. You arrive there about uh, about noon, and while there was once a functioning skylift and tram up the side of the mountain, it's been disused for so long that it's no longer safe. And trying to go up one of the side roads, one of the maintenance roads, revealed the rock slide that completely blocked your car. So for the past hour and a half, you've been hiking up the mountain in the hot summer sun. And now that you finally arrived at the entrance, you've taken five minutes to just rest and recuperate. So, who are you? Let's go down uh, Discord order. Bobbin, tell us about your character. Who are you? Huh. I ask myself that question every day when I look at myself in the mirror. I love it already. But if you're asking for the name that I use, it is Judas Blade. <laughs> you know, I didn't know who between the two of you had the name Judas Blade, but I figured it was you. <laughs> <laughs> Despite this being the Appalachians in the south, in the summer, Judas Blade is wearing a dark coat, dark, heavy armor on his chest, dark leather pants, a pair of sunglasses covering his dark eyes. His long, dark hair flows behind him, and whenever you look at him, he gives you a dark look. His favorite color, fuchsia. <laughs> On his back, he carries a huge ass sword. Underneath his coat, he somehow conceals a huge ass hunting rifle. And just as a backup weapon, he's got a huge ass knife on his belt. Also, he refused to come up in the car that was assigned to this squad because he only trusts his motorcycle to carry him around. All right, so if you aren't familiar with the uh, Monster of the Week setting and didn't already guess, uh, Bobbin is playing the wronged. It's basically every revenge movie. It's the Punisher. That's what I said. It's the Punisher if he shot vampires. That's what I said. Well, depending on the issue and the yeah. writer. Yeah, yeah. I guess he has teamed up with Blade a couple of times, hasn't he? He was a Frankenstein for a while. <laughs> and he was an angel for a while. And he was Captain America for a while. Anyway, so moveset I chose. Uh, first of all, I get I Know My Prey, 
which is I get a plus one ongoing when knowingly investigating, pursuing, or fighting the breed of monster that caused my loss, being the wronged, I have lost someone important to me. More on that if it comes up. And the two optional moves I have chosen are Berserk. So no matter how much harm I take, I can always keep fighting until the fight is over. And the Keeper may not use harm moves against me, and I cannot die. However, when the fight ends, all harm takes effect as normal. And in addition, I also took what does not kill me. If you have suffered harm in a fight, you get plus one ongoing until the fight is over. All right. Uh, anything else will come up as the game goes on. Now, that brings us to Cat. Tell us about your character. Ah, uh, yeah. So, uh, I got me and my mate. Uh, we came up in a big old loud-ass muscle car, but of course had to abandon it. I'm playing Deirdre Lockhart. She's a... Uh, a ropey, tough-looking bitch, a sleeveless vest, and a thick shirt that had sleeves at one point, but they have been discarded. Angular features, fair skin, uh, hair is freshly dyed in such a way that you can't tell if she is naturally red or naturally black, but it's definitely one of the two. Got a shotgun strapped to my hip and a crowbar just kind of fiddling with it between my fingers. I got some bruised bandaged knuckles that just seem to always be like that. I get into a lot of hand-to-hand -hand fights just kind of on my off time because I'm a street fighter. Or, well, I, I technically used to be because I do this now, but it, it, it's fun. It's still fun to do, so I go back and do it all the time. And I got my buddy, I got my, uh, my fast friend, my ally, Albert Swain, another ropey motherfucker who likes to punch things that are bigger and stronger than him. It used to be he and I like to punch each other a lot, and we still do on occasion, but nowadays we like to aim for bigger and scarier things. Humans are, humans are a good wind down nowadays. And uh, I'm playing the hard case, which is like a big fuck you DPS kind of class. The, the big gimmick, the big gimmick move of the hard case is the furnace. I have 10 boxes of fire that I mark up every time I get hit, every time someone I like gets hit, or anytime anybody doesn't do what I tell them to do and I can spend that to make myself hit harder, make myself better, or in the case of the two other moves that I picked, heal damage, avoid damage, or uh, just make other people around me better by observing what a stone-cold badass I am. Nice, nice. So what gear have you brought? Well, like I said, I got a shotgun on my hip and I got a crowbar between my fingers. I had to abandon my muscle car some way down the mountain. The only thing, other thing I didn't mention was I got a, I got a flask of fire water on my opposite hip, which is just, I can use it exactly once and I get one fire. I start with zero, so I can use that to get myself going or just get myself a, an extra pip at any time. 
You don't want to see their hand where their hip be at. Around these parts, I think they call that stuff moonshine. <laughs> yeah. If you get a good batch, it doesn't really burn that much. Anyway, uh, anything else you want to mention? No, I think that's it. Alrighty. That brings us to our final player, uh, Colin. Tell us about your character. Uh, well, my character, uh, about six feet tall, about uh, 600 pounds, made out of mostly clay. It is literally a terracotta soldier that once Revelation Day came, uh, came along, they found out that it could move and it could talk. It could sing. And the way it moves is, if you've ever seen Clash of the Titans or Jason and the Argonauts, it moves like one of the claymation uh, effects in that in those movies. So it's like it's kind of like jerky and a little <clears throat> bulky, but you know, still, yeah. It seems to skip frames. Yeah, it seems to skip. Literally, <laughs> it seems to skip frames. Uh, and I am playing the constructed. My animating force is uh, the ether. My purpose is a guardian, so I get a plus one when I protect someone. And the two moves I have to get are inhuman, which basically anytime I make any sort of role involving uh, talking with people, I get a minus one. But I also get ten harm boxes instead of seven, and I'm never unstable. And I also get recharge, where if I find a source of my animating force, I can potentially try to heal myself. And for the move that I chose, I chose hide in plain sight, where if I stand perfectly still, I just look like a statue and people tend to ignore me. Uh, I am carrying a big old poleaxe, and that's basically all I brought because I'm a little terracotta warrior. I can just, If I lose my poleaxe, I can just punch people good. Hmm. And I'm also um, pretty tough, so I get a, uh, so I get one armor. Oh, yeah, the, the gear I didn't mention is that I also start with one armor. And as far as its name is concerned, it just keeps telling you its name is Terracotta. It, hey, it doesn't seem to have any... <laughs> you, can call, you can call it Terry if you want, but he keeps saying, I don't have a name. My name is Terracotta. Okay. And I am the Keeper this time. Uh, and if you have not figured that one out, I am genuinely concerned for you. <laughs> I believe in you, dear listener. So I believe that covers all of the housekeeping before we actually get into play. You've just arrived at basically the service entrance of the park. It's very obscured by trees as it moves down into the mountain. So you've been at least mercifully shaded on your way up, but it's still in the 90s and humid. So after your five minute break, I imagine the two humans in the group are sweating. And three. Oh, the three, well, the three humans in the group, which apparently does not include Anthony, who is somehow still fresh and clean as a daisy, despite just marching an hour uphill in what are very clearly just brown dress shoes and his always immaculately pressed suit. The general vibe I want for this guy, picture out what you want in his head, but the general vibe is straight-laced, 1950s office worker. Neatly trimmed hair, perfectly cut, almost angular, 
like defense and falling down before he went bugfuck. The the antagonist in Shape of Water before everything went downhill for him. Sure. Yeah. Neat, tidy, straight. Tony. You're a fucking freak, Tony. <sighs> he takes a look out at the dilapidated, disused park. Surveys the surroundings. Says in his booming, crisp, crisp, clear voice. Hell of a first assignment. And then he turns back to the three of you and says a line that you've heard many times during your training. What do you do next? I mean, we go looking, yeah? He gives you a nod, says, all right, then. Turn 90 degrees and (laughs) go looking. Wait, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I just remember we had a we had a lookout. We had a lookout, right? We had a radar lady. She give us any info? The info you just got from Mary is like it basically is a radar. She's an Asian elephant. She killed her rider during a parade in 1916. This is a real event, by the way. Then they hung her in Irwin, Tennessee. She's now a ghost, and she works for the Ravens, and she basically is a radar. She can't pick out fine details, but if someone directs her towards something, she can kind of sense it, and she confirmed that this area does give off a quote-unquote weirdness. That's about all the info you get. Got it, got it. Yeah. If that's all we got, I figured then our first move is just look for weirdness. All right. How are you going to go about Unless that? someone else has something yeah. better. Uh, I mean, I don't have... Like, Terracotta's entire deal is that it is here to defend other people. So it, it, it's no good at trying to find the weird shit. So. Well, my character actually does have a positive uh, sharp stat. That's at least two better than me. Oh, one yes, last thing I forgot same. to mention. Uh, this is set in uh, basically not simultaneous to the dragon hunt, but yeah, so it's like twenty twenty five then. Okay, just wanted to clear that one up because I forgot it during my intro. All right, so if I'm the only character with a good sharp score, then in that case, Judas Blade is going to go huh, follow me, and I'm going to investigate a mystery. Do it, do it. Lead the way, Judy. Mixed success. All right. You get to hold one. This being relevant to my own personal pursuits, uh, I'd like to ask what sort of creature that is it? Hmm. Okay. Here's what I'll give you for that. There's something definitely weird here, but you don't pick up anything really more than that. Whatever this thing is, it's hides its traces very well, so I'll let you ask a different question. Where did it go? So that general sense of weirdness I mentioned, the primary source right now is basically coming from over here in this building by the abandoned roller coaster. This kind of large uh, octagonal building there. You just get the sense that something is off about that place. In particular, everything about this place is off, but that's the most off, if that makes any sense. Is that, uh, it's a bit hard to read. Heritage Square Emporium? Oh, you can zoom in on that. 
So I, I just, uh, Judas just seems to uh, scrape the soil, bring it up to his nose, and then look over and say, The Emporium. It's coming from there. I still got no idea how you can tell that kind of shit. But you're basically never wrong. Terry, you want to take the front on this one? Always. And uh, it pulls out its um, poleaxe and starts walking towards the Emporium. Right. Follow close behind. Shotgun at the ready. Along with, uh, who's, what, what was your little buddy's name? Albert. Albert. Am I playing Albert, Albert or are you playing Swain. Albert? You can play Albert. Okay. He's an NPC. All right. Let's go, boss. Stop fucking calling me that. <laughs> so you're heading off to the Heritage Square. It's not a very long hike. Uh, this isn't a particularly large amusement park since it's built on the top of a mountain. Space is at a bit of a premium. There's no incidents as you head there. Uh, you do have to cut your way through some overgrown brush at a couple occasions, but aside from the occasional bug bites, no problems. What do, players? I kind of want to read a bad situation, even though my sharp is garbage. Go for it. Oh, hey, I and still hey, got a mixed success. success. What question would you like to ask? Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Yes. <laughs> I do Go think on. you have to be a bit more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, actually, now that you're all here, it's not just Judas picking up it, picking up on it. There are major bad vibes in this area. You get the very real sense that something is watching you and from not very far away you don't see it you can know it's there you have no idea where its location is it's aware of you and you're now aware of it this isn't its den you don't think you don't think it has a den like some monsters do but this is an area it keeps coming back to is that a satisfactory answer sure Terracotta will look around and go. Reminds me of when the snot-nosed kids would rub their fingers against the glass. In what way? Very uncomfortable. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Well. Uh, Tell me about your first wife. What do you remember about your first wife? First? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> she had the most captivating blue eyes I'd ever seen. You could get lost in those eyes. Uh-huh. What was her name? Do you remember her name? Barbara. Barbara? What was the last name? Can you remember the last name? Is it in your head? Blade. She took my name when we married. <laughs> what was it before then? And I want you to roll... Weird. Oh, I got 11. Hmm. 
Okay. Eleven. You remember her eyes. You remember the way her, the sun shone through her hair on a summer day. You remember her... She took your name, Blade, when you married, but you don't remember what she, her name was before. You don't remember her maiden name. You don't remember her smile. You don't remember where you met. But I do know that I don't remember those, at least in this moment. Correct. At this point, Judas, like, winces, grabs his head and goes, Monster, what is going on? There's something in my head. Reaching, eating. Where are you? Hey, ape. Yeah? Does this count as a friend being hurt? I mean, Judas would consider this a form of attack. Fair enough. Then, yes. And, yeah, at this point, he's just kind of staggering around, glancing in every direction, so... Alright, so... You wouldn't even need to roll to notice this. First off, Anthony is no longer there. You don't see him anywhere. Fucking Tony who used this piece of shit. Now, I want someone else to give me a sharp roll. Hmm. Oh, you're asking the two people who have bad sharp rolls to give you a sharp roll. Okay. Well, I haven't rolled yet today, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you I'm go going ahead. to... Uh, eight. You've eight. lucky so far. Yeah, so far. So with an eight... What I will give you is this. You weren't sure if it was there when you got here, but it's definitely there now. There's kind of a faint prismatic shimmer just around. You can sort of piece together that maybe it's going around the rest of the park as well, but you aren't 100% certain on that. But it seems like a dome covering. You have to kind of look to see it, but once you noticed it, now you can definitely see it. There's just a prismatic shimmer to the air, just all around, in kind of like a dome fashion. You weren't sure if it was there when you drove, when you walked in, but it's definitely there now. What do? Do I, can I, get a sense of where the center of the dome is? Hmm. Like the like if it's emanating outward from a point. What is that point? I'm gonna say this is an act under pressure roll. Because you're trying to do this quickly, I imagine. Yeah. Now here's the thing, for my stone cold move, I get a bonus to act under pressure if I'm having to make that roll because I am acting either under pain or fear. I would say this is fear. This is definitely something weird that you don't like. This is some shit that is happening, and it m might be dangerous. It might not, but it's definitely something that's shouldn't be happening. So I'll give you that bonus. And speaking of bonuses, I will say, Judas, the attack on your memories of your loved ones uh, will trigger your "I know my prey." Okay, so uh, what is it? Uh, category. Hmm. 
let's say for now, ghost. All right. In that case, uh, Juice is going to uh, shake his head, pull his hand away in a in a fist. He says, I know that feel, that touch. It comes from the unclean dead. A spirit of the damned is here with us. That's the assumption you're operating on. Memory attacks are a known ghost thing. It's not definitive proof that it's a ghost, but it's a pretty good clue. So that's what you work under the assumption of for now. Does that work? Yeah. All right. And I rolled fucking snake eyes, by the way. Yeah, you rolled snake eyes. So you, you have no idea where the shit. center of the circle or this dome, if it even is a dome, is. You got nothing. Well, shit. And actually, from far up on the hill, you can hear the voice of Anthony calling down to you. What do you do now? What do you do are we, now? Do we all hear it? What do you do oh, now? Oh, okay. Fuck you! <laughs> You're a shithead, Tony! Kind of rude of him to ask that right now at this moment, don't you think? Well, until this fucking thing puts its body in front of us, I don't got any other ideas. Just want to keep moving into whatever this building is. The Emporium? This emporium. Might as well. All right. So there's no locks or bolts on the door. People really don't try to get up here all that often to do, you know, like urban exploration or anything. There's been a couple attempts to reopen the park, but any business deals really fell through. The door's a little bit jammed, so you kind of have to kick it down. But you can get in there, no problems. It's a fairly large atrium musty there's plants growing in the few places where sunlight can get in you can see some shelves there's a front desk like you would see in a hotel and the air in here is got that kind of unique funk of mold if you've ever experienced that beyond that it's fairly barren when they closed down they dragged out anything that was resellable I walk inside. Alright. Nothing happens. You are now in the atrium. Can I investigate a mystery again? Yes, you can. Me and Albert just start fucking turning over chairs and shit, looking for anything. <laughs> Oof, that's another straight-up failure. Still reeling from the memory attack. Yeah, speaking of... While you're investigating, tell me about your brother. Why well, you always gotta pick on me? Well, you're the one who made the failure. <laughs> My brother, Samson, he and I went to Egypt together to study the tombs. Little did we know what dangers really waited in the darkness. And, uh, what was your brother's favorite TV show? The A-Team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> I mean, fair. Yeah. Give me another weird role. All right, but 
Can I actually keep my memories if I manage to succeed these things? Yeah. An eight. All right. You remember the major details uh, about your brother, what he looked like, you know, the car he drove, things like that. But little, little minor things are gone. Uh, uh, we must hurry. Get you again. You're really getting the shit end of this stick. Well, to be fair, a lot of my memories just involve 2,500 years of sitting around in a hole, so not much to attack me with. Alright, does anyone else want to bother rolling while they're in here, or...? Yeah, I mean, this is kind of my known epicenter for the time being, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna keep poking around. Alright. I'll throw bad dice at this. <laughs> I'll throw bad dice at this. Um... Ooh. Can I help out? If you're both looking, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and help out. Give me that cool roll. Because helping people is cool. It is. That's an 11. 11. So you get a plus one to your roll. And no downside for terracotta. That's a seven. Praise fucking B. What is being concealed here? Me and Albert and terracotta are just turning this whole fucking building upside down. It takes you an embarrassing long, an embarrassingly long amount of time to notice the corpse in a corner. <laughs> is it Albert's corpse? No, it's not Albert's corpse. Who's going to investigate? Well, you don't actually you don't have to roll that. You can all just go over and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't mind poking around a corpse. The first thing that stands out about this corpse that is it's kind of mummified. And I don't mean it's wrapped in bandages. I mean, it's dry. It's Desiccated. also very intact, surprisingly, for something that's just sort of out in the open. In the middle of a humid woodland, no less. Mm -hmm. There's no obvious signs of rot or decay. And the second most immediate thing you notice is that it's wearing a raven emblem on its front pocket. There's also a little notepad with that same emblem lying next to it. Ah, hell. Reading. I hate that. Alright, so... Who's gonna... Is anyone just gonna pick it up? I've decided that even though Terracotta can speak English, it can't read it. See, like, on the one hand, I want... You know what? I'm gonna pick it up and give it to Judy. Alright. Because you've got the sharp score. Uh. Judas, then, I'm going to put something in your uh, handouts here. And you are free to read this to the other players if you want to. Yeah, I actually, just for reference, had trouble even looking at the body. Just getting flashbacks to Egypt. Hmm. <laughs> no, Samson. If I was only more considerate of your needs. Okay, so when you're sad, you go to Egypt. What happens when you get sad in Egypt? I go back to that alley where my okay. parents died. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 
Judas, you now have this little notebook. There is uh, a lot of little text scribbled in this in what seems to be kind of uh, fast written handwriting, but still very legible. July 6, 2005. My name is Margaret Elmson, and I'm a raven. My team and I came here to investigate a potential entity, and now I'm trapped here just like you are. I'm writing this down in hopes of giving the next team a better chance, because we weren't the first, won't be the last. Above all else, don't let it get a hold of you. It got Tom first, reached into his head, and scooped out everything that was Tom, left a husk that could only blink and breathe. It eats memory, plucks them right out of your skull without you even noticing. Unless you do. And just, Judas just gives this hard look straight forward as he says that last bit. <laughs> I don't know what it's taken from me, but I can feel the edges, see the shape of the gaps. There's so much that's just gone. There's no way out. The damn barrier circles the entire park. It's like a Venus flytrap, kind of. We triggered enough hairs and now it slammed itself shut against us, digesting us. Nothing puts a scratch on the barrier and nothing hurts the entity. Bullets, swords, magic. They just pass through it. It walks through walls like they were air. Before the park closed down, it was probably particular about its prey, selecting people with tasty memories and isolating them, not drawing attention to itself. But the park has been closed for years and it's hungry. It gets worse. We found bodies. Some of them looked like they were from the 60s when the park opened. One of them looked like a construction worker. But all of them were just out in the open, untouched. No rot, no decay. Mama. Mummified. <laughs> Some of them must have been sitting here for decades, with people walking by them every day. It doesn't just eat your memories, it eats the self. And then you may as well just not exist. A hole in reality that everything just instinctually avoids. And not even the flies notice you. I think the only reason I can see them right now is because I'm connected to the entity in some way. I hate even thinking about that. I made this sound pretty hopeless, and well it is. But there's two advantages that we can use against it. First, is that it's not a thinking creature. It seems barely sentient, actually. It wears stolen memories like camouflage, mimics its prey to either put them at ease or distract them long enough for the trap to spring shut. Then it starts eating like a fly trap. The second advantage is that it doesn't affect physical records, or maybe it just doesn't notice them. That's why I'm writing this. I want to document everything about this thing, every scrap of information we can get about it. Keep this notebook with you. Write down anything new, everything that didn't work. Nothing is invincible. We just have to find the weakness. You may not make it, but the info you leave may be the last rung on the ladder to climb out of this pit. That's what we can do. That's what stops this thing. You'll choke on us, you son of a bitch.
Yeah, so in the little notebook, you can see that uh, other people have added addendums, what they've tried, presumably, then died when it didn't work. Uh, there's also a number of names of people who wanted people, you know, just that they were there. Uh, by your count, there's easily dozens of names. Hmm. So we have to go around and try and find more people, I guess, see if they left any clues. I mean, it's up to you. So first thing I'm going to do is write down all of our names to the end of that list. Yep. It's not Terry, it's Terracotta. <laughs> I wasn't done yet. Then why'd you put a Y? To not spell Terracotta. <laughs> I mean, he put he put he put an I because he pronounces it Terracotta. <laughs> it's an A. I mean, you, you can see it's an A furiously scribbling over the Y. <laughs> you know what? This joke doesn't make sense because I literally just established that Terry can't read English. <laughs> he could read his name or their name. Okay. Okay, it's they're, name. They're beginning to, to read English, <laughs> and they've started with their name, as many people do. Okay, so, Ape, on a quick perusal of the notepad, has anybody posited the idea that it isn't, like, an, an entity, it's the soil? that, like, the place is fucked up rather than there being a fucked up thing that lives here? Sort of a genius loci? Yes. Mm. I I wouldn't know that name in character, so I wasn't saying it. Well, I, that sounds like an investigative mystery. Mm, that thing that I'm shit at. Go wow! Oh God! Phew. No wow. helping that one. That's a Damn. two. That's a... That's bad. That's an unnatural two. Uh, okay. Well, there's some information that would be immediately available to you, even with the failure. One, you would know this already coming in here. The park closed in 2002 when a gunman was killed uh, during a show due to an accident with a blank. Uh, apparently, they had been using real guns loaded with blanks the whole time instead of prop guns, and it eventually fucked up and killed a stuntman. There was a lawsuit. The owner sold the park to cover the bills from the lawsuit, and that was that. It, like I said earlier, there's been a few attempts to reopen it since, but not, it just keeps falling through. So there is someone who has posited that in the notebook, but there's... Also, another note next to it, kind of scribbled in the margins, that the, there's really no way to verify it. And uh, the only other information you have is that you is the information you already have uh, that this thing seems to need to physically touch things in order to pull memories out, which makes it kind of creepy that it pulled a memory out of Judas a minute ago. I don't think any of us are psychically active, so it might just be invisible to our senses. Possible, too. Uh, oh, the only other information uh, I can give you is that I forgot to mention, uh, next to the dead raven, uh, presumably Margaret, is a laptop which is uh, completely out of juice, but otherwise intact. Like one of those IBM rectangles. Oh, okay, I get it. Like a think book. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And also, 
with that failure, you turn around and presumably to ask a question to one of your teammates and Anthony is just there reaching for you. Uh, what do? <laughs> Christ. Uh, swat at him. Like, literally, I, I'm I am on edge and all of a sudden I am being jumped as I turn 180 degrees. I've had my crowbar in one hand the whole time, so I'm just like, I see this new figure in the room and the turn goes into a swing. The crowbar just passes harmlessly through him. Still reaching for you. Anyone else want to act on this information? I will roll uh, protect someone because I have the most harm and cannot be unstable, so... Yeah, let's let's definitely try to protect. I mean, plus you've got a ton of memories you can really afford to lose. Yeah, like sitting in the dark and sitting in the dark and sitting in the dark. Give me the roll. And then I get a plus one forward for this because I am a guardian. Well, not even a forward, just a plus one. Uh, on a seven, you protect them okay, but you'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. Hmm. Okay. So I swing the crowbar, it passes through, and you frame skip to grabbing the back of my <laughs> jacket and, and just like pulling pull me, back. me backwards. Yeah. You yank Lockhart just out of the way, and Anthony's hand instead gets into you, and you're going to suffer to harm, ignore armor. Okay. Uh, I don't react in any way. You've also lost a little bit of English you've learned, or the little bit of oh. English or letters you've learned. You no longer oh, no. recognize your own name in English. Oh no, I lost the letter Future. R and O. The illiteracy <laughs> beam. <laughs> uh, okay. Who's next? Anthony is still in the room. Taking up one more fire because one of my friends just got hurt. I'd like to read a bad situation. All right. Give me that roll, because this is definitely a bad situation. Uh, oh, actually, that should be a 12. Doesn't matter. You don't have an advance, but yeah. Uh, ask me anything from that list. I get three. I can ask you three things from that list. All right. Yeah. What's my best way out? What's the best way to protect the victims? And what's most vulnerable to me? Hmm. Well, the best way out is the door you came in. Anthony is not between you and the door, so you could easily just run. You don't know how, if he could catch you or how effective that would be, but that's your best way so far. That's your best available option as far as you can tell. What was the second question? What's the best way to protect the victims? And then the other one was what's most vulnerable to me, huh? Yeah. Okay. Like, since I can't attack this projection or ghost or whatever it is, is there anything I can use to force it back or get ourselves out of its reach faster than it can follow us? I will give you this. People have tried a lot of things. Uh, one group tried to lure it into a tank of water to see if they could possibly drown it. That uh, presumably did not work. Oh, I, I want to make sure, I want to mention, because I forgot this. 
a lot of these names don't seem to be like ravens. They might just be civilians, urban explorer groups. There are a number of ravens on there, but not like a ton of them, like maybe three or four. A few folks who got Blair Witched, basically. Yeah. Aside from that one weird one with the water tank, which was probably just like a Hail Mary, all of them were weapons or magic of some variety. And as for what's most vulnerable to me, if you wanted to offer up a memory to distract it for a moment, that would guarantee that the other two could get out safely. Well, the other three, counting, uh, counting a lackey. All right, so I could just go, uh, hey, ghost of Anthony, you like what's locked up in this skull, right? Why don't you come and get some? All the while gesturing for the other two to get out quickly. Anthony does seem to stop reaching for Ghidra and now is going for you. So the other two, uh, you with the other three, you can make your escape. All right. And uh, just for reference, I'm not going to actually let it hit me if I if I can help it. I am going to jump out a window. Okay. Even though there is a sheer cliff on the other side of the, that window, I am I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Or you could let me pick you up and carry you out of here. I'm very strong. I'm gonna leave that up to Bob and whether or not he wants that to happen. Yeah. I, I'm my best stat is toughness. Okay. I can jump out a window. So, so the two of you plus Albert do as Judas says and you book it out the building. Judas, you are now alone with this thing. It is coming for you. What do? I'm going to say, by the way, that I'm not going to, like, completely leave. I'm going to stop in the doorway. Yeah, same. And then, like, turn around and look for an opportunity to be helpful. Fair enough. Still, though, Judas, what do? Heh. <laughs> Why don't you try and catch me? Wah! Out the window. And I'm going to try and use my huge-ass sword against the wall to break my fall. Or slow it down. Well, first and foremost, you gotta roll Act Under Pressure to see if you can actually jump out that window. How well it goes, yeah. Oh, wait. Um, hang on, hang on. You said No My Prey is triggered, and this is kind of a fight. Okay, so, you get the plus one. It, also, if that doesn't count, then the read a bad situation plus one oh. also counts. Yeah, fair enough. I forgot about that. Fair point. So, that's the seven to nine. Worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. I will take harm if you're going to hand it out. It seems like a good point to take some harm on. Yeah, jumping out of windows does not work like it does in the movies. Glass is jagged and sharp. You are going to take har two harm before armor. All right. You are now successfully out of the window, and since you already kind of botched it a little bit, I'm going to be nice and say that you can use your sword to kind of brace your landing, and you're fine. Well, not, not completely fine, just not, you know, broken legs bad. <laughs> you're not falling down a cliff, which is... You know, I, I like to not be falling down a cliff. I try to keep that happening in my life. 
Yeah, all things considered, the better outcome. Yes. All right, the other two, Judas just jumped out the window. It looks like he may have cut himself on it. Anthony is slowly pursuing, even through the window. He kind of just kind of walked through walls, as was laid out in the journal. But you two are safe from him for the moment. And actually, one of you give me a sharp roll real quick. Ah, the two people with the shit sharp scores. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do it since uh, since you rolled the last time. Uh, sharp was called for nine. Nine. Okay. So what I will give you with that, Terry. Terracotta. Is that true to the journal's word? Anthony just kind of passes through everything on his way towards the window. Uh, there's some chairs strewn about. He just walks through them. There's the desk there. Uh, he just walks through that. But you manage to notice, and it's just kind of just barely notice it because it's behind the desk. He passes through the laptop mostly, and then his foot seems to catch on something, and the laptop is kind of shoved out of the way, and then he just keeps going forward. I wait until he's gone and then move over to see if I can find what he tripped over. Real quick, while Terry is waiting for that, I'm gonna tell Swain to go pick Judas up. Make sure he ain't fucking dead. Got it, boss. Twick as a flash. Albert is around the corner and Judas, he's reaching down to offer you a hand up which would be prudent to take because Anthony is now out of the wall and making towards you. Yep. I, I figure I'm just sort of sort of making my way around the side of this uh, this structure because it's like a, a good couple of stories up off the ground based on the It overlooks the, image. the roller coaster. Yeah, and I, I would say that I'm limping but still mobile. And, uh, okay. The two of us would be hurrying over, uh, sort of in the direction towards the uh, the main strip. So the effect of that, of uh, Albert helping you up, is that you don't have to roll to get up there. He just helps you up, and you are now free to do as you like. Terry, you can just go over there. As far as you can tell, there's nothing there but the laptop. Well, and the corpse of uh, Margaret. Oh pick the laptop up just to be on the safe side and move back out of here trying to regroup with my group. Deidre, what are you doing? Uh, I am just kind of on lookout at this point. Terry is doing something that I don't have a lot of context for and Swain is helping Judas get back over here. Okay, uh, I will say that you can see uh, you can see Albert and Judas They've come around the corner, and they're now on this kind of main path that leads up to the building. I would gesture for the others to come follow me at fastest possible speed. You can also see Albert just kind of ghosting his way through the building now. Again, in pursuit, just like single-minded pursuit of Judas. Alright. How quickly is Anthony moving? It's like a... Have you seen It Follows? No, I have no. meant to uh, for okay. years, but I haven't. Well, it's a single-minded pursuit, and he is not stopped by physical objects. So it's like a slow uh, inevitability. 
god, I got it. Okay. You know what I'm actually gonna do while I'm waiting? Because I'm not gonna just, like, ditch Terry in this building. I'm gonna wait until it's collected the laptop and come back out to me. I'm gonna turn to where I remember Tony's voice coming from previously and just shout up the fucking mountain. Tony, you fuck, are you still up there? What are you trying to do exactly? I'm trying to see, like, why do I have Tony in front of me? But then, like, there's our handler, Tony. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so... Actually... So, the information I will give you is, because you already have this information, is there's this particular line in the handbook. Uh, it wears stolen memories like camouflage, mimics its prey to either put them at ease or distract them long enough for the trap to spring shut. Okay. I, I'm still shouting for Tony to, like... To confirm if he is alive or dead. Yeah. There's no response. You you get no response, but uh, if you want... Fuck. You absolute shitter. Give me just an up and down sharp roll if you want to or don't. Doesn't really matter. Better to roll than not, unless you fucking fail. There will be no consequences for a failure here. Alright, I won't mark experience then. Because that's a four. <laughs> yeah, that's a four. You get no response from Tony, but you do have it in your head that, hey, there was a line that this thing wears old memories is camouflage, so... Alright, so, Terry, you definitely have the laptop by now. Yeah. It tripped over this. That's fucking weird. I wouldn't take it apart. There's gotta be like a maintenance shed around here somewhere we can get screwdrivers and shit. First thing we've gotta do is lose the tail. I, I assume you're all just like power walking down the street as you're doing this. Yeah, pretty much. Light jog. <laughs> Let's get to the fairgrounds. It's on the opposite end of the park from here. Oh, uh, just minor flavor note. Now that it has been pointed out to you, as you are walking along, you can definitely see the occasional mummified corpse sitting around. Ah. Uh, every once in a while, you, even though it looks like I'm keeping perfectly in line, I, my body just, like, shoots forward a couple of frames? Question mark? <laughs> Terry's skipping. Uh, how's about I carry that? I'll, I'll take the <laughs> laptop from the thing what doesn't move like a person through space. All right. Listen, magic was less advanced back then. You can pretty easily get away from Anthony. He is not chasing. He's not running. It's just relentless pursuit. He is a persistence hunter. But you can easily get far away from him enough that you have a little bit of respite to do whatever. What do, players? Well, we need to find a goddamn maintenance shed. I don't want to throw this laptop on the ground and bust it open. Potentially break the thing that we like inside of it. I need screwdrivers. Or something. Okay. Act under pressure. Alright. I am nominally alright at that. I hey. roll a 13. <laughs> yeah, you roll a fucking 13. You find a shed and bonus, there's a little kind of workbench in there. Oh, fucking right. Plenty of screwdrivers. Some of them are a little rusty. Uh, there's a couple ones that have wooden handles that have rotted a little bit, but there's also lots of plastic ones. And though they're a little degraded and kind of gunky, they're perfectly functioning screwdri screwdrivers. 
I would like to take this thing apart. Okay, you rolled a fucking 13, so yeah, you can just take that thing apart. Bitchin'. Just gonna separate out, like, I'm gonna make piles based on material. And, like, right. I like it, my, my sharp is minus one, so I couldn't, like, tell you, but I know, like, the battery is made of those, like, ion things, so I'll put that over there. This is all plastic. Uh, this is a weird plastic, so I'll put that here. Here's the RAM, here's the hard drive. Like, lots of these parts have a bunch of, like, fucking gold in them. I'll throw that over there. Uh, this has, like, well, this gets fucked up by magnets. Maybe it's something special. I'll put it over there. I presume that's the hard drive. Yeah. Okay. What are the other two doing while this is happening? Terracotta will, will keep an eye out to make sure that we aren't being, like, caught up with, but also occasionally look over at the laptop being disassembled and for some reason feeling a certain kind of kinship not realizing because it is looking at a rock that thinks and it is also a <laughs> rock that thinks okay Judas are you up to anything in particular <sighs> the fairgrounds I hate the fairgrounds okay you're brooding they remind me of how I lost Samantha there's no wind, but, like, your hair is being whipped <laughs> by something. Like, somehow there's, like, a localized wind just around you. Well then, Terracotta, I would like you to give me a sharp roll. Since you are keeping lookout. Ooh. Hey, that's nine. I've got All a right. case of the roll goods tonight, because um, I don't think I've missed yet. Well, you've jinxed yourself now, motherfucker. Yeah, I, of course. I want to make things interesting for myself, ape. All right. So on a nine, you spot this before it spots you. It's one of the mummified corpses of one of the actors in the Old West shootouts that they used to have here. And it's up and moving, and it's a horrible kind of movement because it's snapping and creaking and... Things are bending that are dry and don't want to bend, and it's shambling along. It's holding a rusty old revolver. It's dressed like the 1950s idea of a cowboy, and it's just <laughs> coming up the street at a fairly quick, shambly pace at you. It's moving a lot faster than Anthony. It'll be on you in about a minute. I pull out my pole X and I go, oh. So that's why people feel weirded out when I move. Got it now. I'm assuming anyone else <laughs> who can hear this like, can turn around and now can now also see this mummified, horrible bandit coming up the street at them. What do? I'm going to toss the screwdriver to Swain. Hey, uh, finish that up for me. I'll be right back. Okie dokie, boss. Stop fucking calling me boss. Yes, sir, boss. <laughs> this is for Samson. Ah! Yeah, I'll rush with the uh, the other two. I'm gonna hit it with my fucking crowbar. All right. Uh, since Terracotta was the first one to spot it, I will give Terracotta the first attack. Roll, kick some ass, or however else you want to attack. Yep. Um, or whatever else you want to do, presumably. I'm not your god. I'm gonna throw my poleaxe because um. It has both the hand and the close ranges, and I'd prefer not to let this thing get 
close to us, like within melee range, perfectly uh, fresh. So I'll sacrifice having more harm for uh, the range. Being cautious, I appreciate that. Give me the roll. Oofa doofa. See, look, I decided to make things interesting for myself. Guess who doesn't have a fucking poleaxe anymore? Because <laughs> it just goes wide and flies down the street. So you don't have your poleaxe until you go get it. Yep. Well, I have my fists, at least. I tried. And the uh, bandit draws the gun at you, aims uh, and fires, and you are going to take two harm before armor. Okay, so one harm. Got it. I'm down to normal harm values. Corn rats. Who wants to do a thing next? I'm, I'm just going to whip out my huge sword and slice this thing mm. in half. We're on the clock here, buddy. Go for it. <laughs> Give me a kick some ass roll, Bobbin. Or Judas. Do I get my know my prey bonus? Sure. This is obviously some kind of... Well, obvious to you, some kind of revenant. Eight. All right. That gets me an eight. Alright, so what is your... The huge sword deals three harm. Here's what happens. Your sword goes right through this thing, but in a good way. It's chopped in half very cleanly, but before the sword stroke is finished, you do get shot. So you are going to take two harm minus armor, or before armor. So the one harm. Yeah. And you now remember more about your brother. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. So this thing has stopped moving. There's nothing else in sight. Brain feels healed now. These bodies are powered by bad memories. So let's go around and find some more, I guess. I'm gonna go get my pole eggs first. I turned around, walked back into the shed, muttering to myself, <laughs> to fucking hit a damn thing, fucking... <laughs> bastard killing everything for him. Give me that fucking screwdriver. I go back to work a little angry. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, go go get get my I go get my poleaxe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. While you're getting your poleaxe, you can clearly see Anthony making his way up the street. You've got maybe five minutes before he gets there. Okay. When I walk back, Terracotta will say, we've got about five minutes before Anthony catches up. Dearest storyteller, Am I, uh, am I less than five minutes out from having this thing disassembled? I will say that um, uh, Albert finished disassembling it. Okay. So, Terracotta, you're the one who actually saw Anthony trip on this thing. Mm-hmm. Give me an investigate a mystery roll. Cool. Well, that's a no. four. You've got but two also, luck. Yeah, and I was going to, I was, I was also going to say, that's a 12, actually. I'm spending one of my two lucks, yes. Alright. Is this going to be a worth worthwhile spend of that luck? Let's find out. Got two hold. Alright. What is being concealed here? Not what I would have asked, but alright. What can hurt it? I, I was... I didn't think that what can hurt it would be appropriate, but um, maybe what happened here is probably more what I was going That's for. That's fair. I'll, I can work with that. 
So, Terry, after taking a moment to closely examine and after asking uh, Deidre where the respective parts came from, you pinpoint roughly what you think tripped this thing, and it's the hard drive. Memories, holy shit. Ding! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Fuck you, Abe. I'm leaving. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Terracotta will point out that it tripped over that. Hmm. Physical memories. Accounts that it can't wipe away with the sweep of its hand. I bet this journal would work on it, too. Oh, you know what? We're in a fucking theme park, aren't we? I wonder if there's any, like, disposable cameras or shit still left around. Question, question, question. I want to ask what can hurt it and I want to I want to posit this to you ape okay I am a 2500 year old statue designed to guard the first emperor of China's grave am I a living memory hmm it's already eaten some of yours, so... Yeah, it's already eaten some, some of mine, but I didn't that try punching it. couldn't hurt it back. Yeah. Right, exactly. You haven't tried that. I have not tried punching it. Have you tried hitting it really hard with your fists? <laughs> you don't know that it won't work, but it's maybe worth a shot. Okay. <laughs> That's the I don't see a real meaningful difference between you and the hard drive outside of, you know, being alive and having thoughts and feelings and ambulatory. Uh, actually, yeah. there's a lot of difference between you and that hard drive. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're both piles of thinking rocks. Exactly. And I have an idea. So we are in the fairgrounds. There are right. a bunch of amusement park rides surrounding us. Mm -hmm. Which means that there are written instructions at various points next to those rides. I would like All to right. take my giant bowie knife and pry one of those up and use it as a shield. I'm going to say you can do that, but it'll leave you with about one minute before Anthony gets to you. That's fine with me. Presumably other people are doing other things, so you'll get busy. All right, so that's what uh, Judas is doing. That leaves Terracotta and Deidre. I'm going to see if there are any left behind, like, shitty Insta cameras for souvenirs. Okay. Uh, there aren't any in the immediate area that you can find. I'm not even going to make a roll for that. Shite. I... I'm going to go look for information pamphlets on possibly like historical um, significance on like some of these attractions or maybe even like, you know, the map kind of like a, the map of, that we're looking at right here that that might help as well. All right. All right. Uh, so that kind of sounds like you guys are going to go to try to find some then to arm yourselves with. Yeah. So, I'm seeing if I can find, like, photographs or something that I could wrap around my crowbar. I'm j I'm mostly just going for, in case me punching it doesn't work, I have a backup. 
There's also probably just like maybe some old books or something around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which direction are you heading? You're about. Um, well, actually, which direction did you go? I mean, you said we went up to the fairgrounds, so we would have gone up the mountain, yeah? Yeah, up to the northeast end. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so a lot of roller coasters, like, take your picture on them as, like, souvenirs. I don't know how long they store those, but there's a ghost of a fucking chance. Hmm. That would mean going back to where we started. Right. But Anthony ain't fast. I just right. I just need to fucking yeah. juke him. So that would mean splitting up, though. Wait, old time photos. Wait, what? Eleven, number eleven, old time photos. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> In the old west town. We'll still need to juke okay. him, but it's a lot closer and more certain. Yeah. Sounds like you're heading to old west town. Yeah, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. All right. Someone's reading the map. <laughs> Thank you, Colin. You can all kind of jog into Old West Town, easily avoiding Anthony. Hop, 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 hop. Flipping the hup, double hup, bird hup, as we go by. <laughs> all right. So you're in Old West Town. Anthony's still making his way there. You need to find information, memories, something, some, something stored like that that you can, you can use as a weapon. Uh, random order. Let's go with Colin first. Well, since we're in old time photos, I'm guessing that's going to be like one of those places where they. Well, that's just where Deidre is going. It doesn't have to necessarily be where you're going. All right. You know, there's also Frontier Church, which is right around that area as well. I'm pretty sure. You're gonna wrap a Bible around your half pole axe. Yes. All right. So you can pretty get it. You can get in there easily, and yeah, it's yeah, it's a prop church, but they're using real Bibles, and they're a little bit moldy. Uh, so it takes you a while to find some pages that are intact. But uh, yeah, you can find those. Now I want you to roll Act Under Pressure to somehow apply these to your poleaxe. Okay, I'm pretty good at Act Under Pressure. Eight. Eight. They're kind of loosely bound. You don't really have access to glue or anything, but you can press them on there and kind of get them stuck on there. It probably will only hold for one or two hits, but... And you can also just bring the Bible with you and kind of try to re-up in combat. Yeah, that was also an idea that I had just, like, bringing the Bible with me just in case. Like, my character doesn't know that this is... I'm a cleric now! <laughs> My character doesn't fucking know like what the significance of a Bible is. Alright, so that's Terracotta's turn. We already know what Deidre's gonna do, so let's go with Judas. I noticed that Old West Town also has an ATM machine. And right. while they would have removed the money by this point, those things do have hard drives. They are pretty tough to get into, though. I am equipped with a ton of weapons. And the cameras are off, baby. Alright. <laughs> Give me an act under pressure. Uh, do I still get Know My Prey? I, I'm preparing a weapon against my enemy. I accept that. Go for it. Got it. Nine. Same thing as Terracotta? You... Well, actually, how are you going to apply this as a weapon? Well, first of all, what I'm going to do is 
spend one of two luck points to get a 12. All right. That's a 12, then. And uh, basically what I'm going to do is stab through the portion of the hard drive case that doesn't have the disks in it. And so I can just sort of hold it at length on my sword. So now I'm just sort of holding it up like one of those incense burners where it's sort of hanging from a length of wire or from a metal rod in front of me at uh, like a good meter away from me. Sensor is what those are called. Sensor, yeah, those things. Uh, I don't need to worry about this thing dodging so much. So it's just a hard drive on a long metal stick that I am going to wave slowly but surely towards the apparition. I don't have to worry about it sliding off because it's firmly attached with the 12. And I'm not going to uh, swing it wildly either because I don't have to. It doesn't move that fast. So information doesn't hurt it on its own. It's just able to interact with it. Well, it'll interact with it a meter away from my body. And so uh, that's a positive <laughs> step as far as I'm concerned. Okay. You now have a hard drive on the end of your sword. Uh, okay, I see what you're doing. You're kind of making like a morning star, Bobbin? Yeah, just without the chain. I mean, if you want to make a morning star, you could probably find enough uh, cables and wires in there to like braid up a nice sturdy length that you could do that. Doesn't make too much difference. It does specify I have a huge sword, so the length is already fine. But yeah, so, sort of calling it a, a makeshift mace is not inaccurate. So are you going to be like trying to hit it with the hard drive or? Yeah. Okay. And no danger of it coming off anytime soon, probably. Is there anything else you're going to do with that 12? Can I salvage the ATM camera? Just in case uh, something hmm. able to observe is also able to affect this. Yeah, you can yank that out of there, too. All right, that's Judas's turn. That brings us back to DD Mega Doodoo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to find a bunch of disposable cameras. Or even just, like, old-time photos sounds like the kind of place where you walk inside and the walls are just plastered with old photos. It sounds like a viewing gallery to me. Yeah, fair enough. That's probably one of those places where you... They've got costumes for you to dress up in. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those tourist trappy things. But they, they would definitely have a lot of preview photos, stock photos. So yeah, I'm not a, you don't have to roll, that's just that's there. Alright. Just gonna take my crowbar, bust them out of their frames, like stack them up and try and get them wrapped around my crowbar. My, uh, I don't think my shotgun is going to be able to do much with these. I, I can't really, like, disassemble the shells and pack torn photos inside of them. What if you just, like, dunk the, just put the film canisters in there and fire them? <laughs> yes, that's how that works. <laughs> sure, why not? You know, lo just, like, load it like a muzzle loader. <laughs> Gunpowder film canister, tap it down. <laughs> That's how guns work. Alright. 
All right, so yeah, yeah. same as the rest of the players. <laughs> act under pressure. Alrighty, ready. Working quickly because I will get fucked up if I don't do this well. That's a ten. All right, so it's ten. Mm-hmm. You actually find some still not completely hardened adhesive or of some sort of in there, and you can firmly paste these photographs to your crowbar. Awesome. Uh, they will not come off until you physically try to take them off. Bitchin'. Uh, if we have any extras, I'd like to just declare that Swain has a baseball bat, and he can do the same. Yeah, you rolled a 10, I'll give you that. Alright. Alright, now... Anthony is still on his way, you've got a little time, but... Judas, you're outside, you're fucking up an ATM. (laughs) (laughs) So you are the first to notice this, as... Two of the desiccated corpses... One of them another bandit, the other seems to be the sheriff... Start making cracking and groaning noises as their dried tendons and joints start moving again after possible decades and they're standing up their eyes are kind of glowing with a faint purplish light for a moment and they both turn and look at you what do more of the bodies are approaching I need you out here oh bitchin something I can shoot and my sword is otherwise occupied so I am going to whip out my hunting rifle Alright. And try and fire from a position of cover. Give me a kick some ass roll. Alright. And uh We've established this is get a, this gets the plus one forward. Yep. That's 11. an eleven. How much does the damage does the hunting rifle do? Two. Two. What extra effect would you like? I would like to suffer less harm. Okay. With a two, you've put a sizable hole in the head of... Well, it doesn't matter which one you're targeting. I mean, for flavor, were you targeting... I shot targeting the sheriff. The, of course you did. But you did not shoot the deputy. Exactly. I will shoot the deputy. <laughs> All right, you know, the other one's now the deputy, and that's sort of a bandit. <laughs> I'm God, I can make that happen. So there's a sizable hole in the head of the sheriff... And he staggers and drops to a knee. He's not... Well, he's dead, but he's not... No longer animate yet. He gets a shot off as he drops down, but it goes wide and thunks into the building next to you. What do other players? I want to shoot the deputy. I want to walk outside, (laughs) loop the crowbar into one of my belt loops, and draw my shotgun for the first time. And I want to... Remurder a man. Give me the me murder roll. Hmm. Don't care for that. Don't care for rolling snake eyes again. There's no coming back from that one. Uh, there technically is. There technically is a way to come back from this one. Do you want to do it though? That's the question. Now, let me let me look at your sheet here. Well, see, I can spend my fire one for one to add to my kick some ass rolls. And you are at three right now. 
Yes, so I could get up to a seven. Do you want to? I think I do, because I'm going to take a hit in return, and that's going to give me fire back. Okay. That's a seven. Your shotgun does three harm? Yep. Where are you blasting? Uh, center mass. Center mass? Okay. You blast at center mass, and it just goes down. Before it drops, it does shoot you once. Uh, you take... One harm before armor. So anyway, I just started blasting. <laughs> so I started blasting. I have no armor, so I just take that harm, and I get a fire back. All right. One of them's down. Deputy is gone. Sheriff's still there. Pretty messed up, though. Terry, take us home. Yeah, Terry. Terracotta's going to run up to it and try and swing with the... Uh, Actually, no, not with the poleaxe, because I yeah, don't want to... I was about to say, waste. we've established that just regular weapons hurt these things. Yeah, so I'm just going to punch it with my fists. All right. Give me the roll. Bam. Two. You knock his block off. <laughs> Along with most of the torso. Yeah, you just punch his entire torso off. Yep. It's actually horrifying to watch. Goes up just uppercuts the dude and it's just bisected at this point. Like his, his torso is gone, the head's gone, the arms are like spinning in the air for a second before dropping and the legs just kind of flop over. It's a weird combination of comical and disturbing. <laughs> and you suddenly realize what this dude was actually fucking built for. It's kind of what we were all built for. It's a sort of an awkward hunt for three meatheads to go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you've defeated the minions. And... Terracotta, you rolled a 10. What is your extra effect? Oh, yeah. Let's gain the advantage, because I'm not going to take any damage from the... Because uh, I have armor. So gaining a plus one forward that we can hand out to someone is probably the best thing considering I'm also just straight up killing it anyway. Alright. Uh, and you might need that because give me a sharp roll. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually on the lookout now. I can do this one now. Oh, then Judas. Go for it. Judas stepping up to the plate. I'm out here. Eyes open. For once. Blood hot. Ready to go. Seven. Judas, you notice him just before he's on you. Anthony is here. Anthony! Tony, you fuck. I don't think that's actually Anthony, but okay. You, you've worked with uh, Judas long enough to know that he loves shouting names. I know. <laughs> it's, his, it's his thing. That's not going what to stop Terracotta from correcting you. He gets you. all pouty if you don't let him do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you, fought, you spot him first. What are you doing? I'm waving my sword like a feather duster. Are you trying to hit him with the hard drive? Which, also, you guys still have another hard drive, by the way. You, I presumably brought that with you. Yeah. This one's from an ATM, so it's at least physically bigger. It's a big, chunky one. That was a laptop hard drive, one of the 2.5 inches. This is a big, chunky hard drive. Yeah. Although, information density can depend on when each item was made. But that's... Regardless, uh, first thing I'm going to do is actually test it out by essentially backing up and trying to see if I can keep this guy at bay by keeping right. the uh, hard drive between the both of us. 
That sounds like an act under pressure. All right. You can uh, take a plus one to this because I'm keeping my shit together. And there is a fear element here of we need to keep this thing from touching us. All right. And uh, just for reference, I have been applying the plus one from uh, Know My Prey this whole time. Fair enough. Well, that's an 11. So, yeah, you can. In fact, you're not doing any damage to him as far as you can tell, but... Terry is trying to move forward, and you were just kind of keeping him held back. Other players. Hey, Swain, let's sweep its feet out, see if it can trip. Okay, boss. We're gonna, like, run towards it, split around Judas, and go into, like, a slide. Microbar out his baseball bat out, and we're just gonna smack the kneecaps in the slide. That sounds like a kick some ass. Hopefully... Let's not roll a fucking four. How about a fucking 12? All right. How much does the crowbar do? Crowbar does two. But I have... Actually, could I? Because this seems like an appropriate moment. can give you a bonus damage, doesn't he? Yeah. Could I drink my fire water? Hell yes. You're like sliding and swigging at the same time. You're sliding, swinging, and swigging. (laughs) So, I have two fire. I am going to activate my Street Fighter power, which is that when you have an ally standing by your side, spend one fire to add two harm when you inflict harm. If there are multiple allies, you can spend fire for each. I'm going to add four harm to that attack, so that's a six harm hit. (laughs) Nice. What's your extra effect? Seven harm hit. Fuck you. (laughs) All right. You just slam its knees with the crowbar, and so does Swain. This thing drops to its knees. And... Deidre? How long have you actually been working for the Ravens? God, that's a good fucking question. I don't know if I know the answer to that on a good day. Can't have been long. All right. What kind of measurement range are we talking? Weeks, How long months, years? Have you actually been working for the Ravens? Months, maybe? Less than a year, I think. No, you misunderstand me. How long have you actually been working for the Ravens? Because you remember now. Oh. Um. I joined up the... Hmm, I joined up as soon as the merger happened. So, you've been working there for at least a couple years. Yeah. Take a level. Whoa, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Fuck, alright. <laughs> Just take an advancement. Keep your current experience level, take an advancement. Okay. Will do. God, I almost want to pick gain command of a team of monster hunters. Suddenly I remember there's six other dudes in the room. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could make that work. God. It turns out we are in swarm and there's just like five dudes in uh, SWAT-like armor behind us. We've already established that this thing can make you just straight up forget a person existed. Yeah... 
Shit. Hell. No, you know what? That's so good, I'm doing it. Alright. <laughs> Turns out I'm actually unit commander of, like, a, a ten-person squad. And you're just a fairness cat. I want to tell you that uh, these SWAT members will also have to find, you know, some information they could apply to their weapons to be effective. But they could be useful in other ways. If Tony gets any fucking backup, they're in charge of it. Okay. I just... I, I finish the slide and... Wait, what the... The fuck have you all been doing this whole time? Where did we go? <laughs> Why are we all from Come Boston? <laughs> no. I remember now. Where have we... Yeah. I was... I was only the first one who noticed. So, how many people do you have on your squad? Uh, it just says gain command of a team of monster hunters. I've been saying six. You can set the maximum. You took two separate muscle cars up here, right? Yeah, well, it was uh, it was my muscle car, and then the Judy took a motorcycle. And presumably a vehicle with strong rear axle took Terracotta. Okay. Yeah, Terry came in a van. I will give <laughs> okay. you four dudes. Terry took up, Got like, it. three spots just by weight. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I was going to say, I'm only six feet tall. Tall? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I, I looked it up. Like, a terracotta soldier weighs like 600 pounds. Yeah, so, okay. Four dudes in addition to... And Swain is my second. And that's why he keeps calling me boss, because I'm actually the fucking squad leader, and I forgot. There we go. All right. Uh, it's all coming together. They are now present here. They were somewhere that you're not quite sure, they're not quite sure, but it's no time to think about it now. Boys, we'll debrief this shit later. Any more corpses come shambling up, you blow them out. Well, Anthony, down on his knees, rears his head back and unleashes what is, honest to God, one of the most awful screams you've ever heard. It's so many voices at once, and it's right there in your ears. It's not harmful, it's not like ear piercing, but it's just... It's awful to listen to, and all of the corpses in the immediate area are standing up. I open my mouth and recreate that exact same scream. <laughs> uh, your mouth shatters, and you die. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. By the way, by the way, Ape, I did roll kick some ass. Am I going to take any reprisal attacks? Uh, actually, you will, since you're right next to Anthony, you will take one harm from this scream. Okay. Sure, sure. So, yeah, there are now, uh, you can count five immediately, corpses heading towards you. And unlike Anthony, they are quick. So, yeah, the squad is now on that. Uh, are you going to delegate your, your delegate Swain to work on that too, or use one him by your side still? Let's, uh, yeah, Swain, go get that fifth one and then get back here to me. All right. So... You will not have to fight these guys in addition to Anthony. Good job. Yeah, Terracotta. While Anthony is kneeling down and screaming, Terracotta just goes in and tries to uh, impale his throat with its poleaxe. 
That's definitely a kick some ass. Yes, it is. Throat this, fucko. Please let Damn. the throat go. That's a 13. That's How a much 13. damage does the axe do? Uh, the poleaxe does three harm, but is actually doing four harm. Why? Because I'm choosing to inflict terrible harm. Okay. So you stab it in the throat, and it does that scream again, but it's a lot lessened. But you are right up next to it, and maybe it's because you're made of terracotta or something, but you kind of resonate with that scream, so you are going to take one harm. Ignore armor. Okie dokie. Well, actually, no. I'm going to say two harm, because it does resonate with you a little bit. You're dokie. less jiggly and less shock-absorby than the two meatbags. Yes. And when did the ravens find you? It's less that they found me and more that when Revelation Day went down and shit started happening, I just decided that I was tired of being a museum set piece, so I just, when shit set ups, hit the bricks. You could just leave. So you've been with the Ravens, actually, for a while. Yes. Then as maybe a consultant or something. I would imagine that, like, I'm actually, like, fighting, like, a fighting force in there, and I probably am actually with Swarm at this point. I'm one of the few weirdos in Swarm. Actually, no, Swarm is made of chock full of weirdos. There's, like, wizards and shit in there. Yeah, take an advancement. All right. Uh, Give me a second. I'm going to comb through the... um, Right, well, from another playbook. So I'll, I'll let you know when I choose. He does that. Judas, Anthony pulls himself to his feet and pulls himself past the part, just just going right through his neck. Doesn't even seem to care or notice of the pole arm that is, has, has the Bible pages wrapped around it. And once it's through those, it's just a regular pole arm past that. He's now moving again. He's coming right for you. He's reaching for you. What do you do? I attempt to use the hard drive to erase his face. <laughs> All right. That's a kick some ass. Well, no. You don't get to well, kick some ass on your not, not when it's not your turn. That sounds like uh, acting under pressure to keep him from hitting you. Nine. Okay. Nine. Uh, that's a ten. My stone cold still applies here, I think. Yeah. So you're boosting? And my allies also gain this bonus against pain and fear as long as you keep it together, which I very am right now. All right. Well, that's a 10 then. You do what you set out to do perfectly. You're not doing any damage right now, but you are managing to keep his blows deflected. I'm going to play out the NPC round real quick. Let me just roll. I'm going to roll 5d6 in order. Uh, let's see. One of them, they're still fighting. One of them's dead. But the one of the uh, constructs, not the SWAT member, is dead. One of them, you know, one of them's taken out one of the uh, minions. Still fighting. Minion's gone. We're down to three minions. Still fighting. Was that one, two, three, four? That was five. Okay. Two minions down. Bitch. Judas. You're successfully holding back Anthony or the Anthony thing. What are you going to do? I'm going to pull the journal out with my offhand and just try and shove it through his chest. Are you trying to hurt him or? Yeah, this is kick some ass. 
Uh, kick some ass, then. Not trying to be fancy about it. Fair enough. This is not the playbook to be fancy with. All right, nine. So nine. All right, so how do I figure damage? Are you just, like, punching him with the journal? Yeah. Okay. Could be a one, could be a two. So the, the book, the core book, says, like, unarmed attacks without any weapons based to one harm. I mean, this this is kind of a weapon, though. I was just going to use the stats from the big knife anyway, so it all works out. One harm. So, Anthony thing will take one harm, but now you are in grabby range. Give me an act under pressure to not get grabbed by this coolie. 11. Right, you duck and, yeah, you get 11, you duck and weave. You successfully managed to avoid getting grabbed, but Anthony does rear back and stream again. You don't take damage from it, but two more of those little minions show up. Are you sure I don't take damage from it? Because I, I, I rolled a middling success with kick some ass. No, the consequence is that more minions have showed up. Yeah, the consequences can be a lot of things. Unless you just want to take damage. I kind of do. Taking damage is good for the wronged, actually. Yes. Yes. Okay, fine. You just take some damage then. No minions show up. You take one harm, ignore armor from that screen. All right, because, yeah, I'm, I'm past the unstable threshold, but I kind of don't care, and I get plus two to all rolls for the rest of this fight. Damn. The wrong doesn't do a whole lot of things well. <laughs> Combat is one of the things that it does well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so does the... There's a whole revelation thing happened with me. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, let's see. You did one damage. You remember your first wife completely again. I'm going to give you two experience. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. There, there's a lot of killing involved in remembering my first wife. So it <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. You have the memories of your first wife back. You can remember the color of her hair again and how many things I killed after she died. It was a lot. A lot of things. Many of them were brain cells. (laughs) (laughs) Then that puts us at Deidre. I also don't do a whole lot of things good. This is the big fucking fight, so... Yeah, I'm gonna do the thing that I know I do good. I'm going to fucking hit it. Alright, that's a kick some ass. Let's see that roll. Twelve. Dang. Okay. First of all, what's your extra effect? More damage. More damage. Alright. So we're starting at three. And I have my two companions, so I'm going to spend two fire. So it's another seven harm. (laughs) Get shit on. (laughs) I get up from the ground. Judy has like the the journal punched through its chest so the the center mass is a little bit occupied i'm gonna run up behind it and do a kind of upward swing through the back of its skull i don't want to break judy's nose on this one so i gotta put a, a bit of a tilt on it instead of going straight through all right so that's five damage total seven total oh seven damage jeez a peak unless it's got armor no, it really doesn't have armor. It just has a big health pool. Okay. Yeah, he's not looking good. I should fucking think not. 
after you hit him, he kind of like, well, he's not a really a physical entity so much, but he does kind of twist his neck like 180 degrees back, look straight at you, and he opens that mouth and that scream again. You're going to take two harm, ignore armor. Okay. I am unstable, and I'm up at three fire now. All right. Deidre, what was the first assignment, the actual first assignment you were ever on with the Ravens? Hmm. Here's the question. Are you actually in Swarm or are you in the Ravens? It doesn't matter because I know what the answer is. The reason why I joined up was because, you know, I, I got a little street fighting community going and... You know, we, we showed up to the ring one day and like four of our guys were twisted into shapes that humans are typically not allowed to be in. Unless you do advanced yoga. So I, I took Swain and we just went to the nearest office and said, solve this and put us on it. You cannot tell us, no, we cannot come with you. All right. Take an advancement. Okay. I think I'm going to take finish him. Sounds useful. Finish him's real good. I just assuming he gets another, you get another turn. You get another swing at him. Assuming, yeah. Finish him in the original hard case was fucking busted because you just did double damage. In this case, it's an instant kill if you have more fire than it has health left. Yeah, yeah. They they nerfed it a little, but... You're not there yet. But if you get another turn, it might be there. <laughs> and Terracotta. Um, so do I have another... You have another hit with your weapon, yeah. You only used one of them. Okay, so, um, yeah, let's go ahead and just try and stab Anthony... Right in the intangible dick, let's say. Mm, one of the more harmful places, one of the more painful places to be stabbed. Yeah. Give me the kick some dick roll. Oh my god! We yeah. still have that plus one forward from when I did the uh, kick some ass against the zombie. We just haven't needed to use it yet. Yeah, let's do another terrible harm. Let's 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 do let's do four harm again. Okay. Four harm. Right in the grundle. Now, the journal said this thing is probably not even sapient, but it seems like it reacts to getting stabbed in the dick. Maybe that's <laughs> just part of the mimicry. You'll probably never know, but it hunches over, it turns to you, and the scream is just a little bit more high-pitched this time. <laughs> I gotta be sapient to have a weak point. <laughs> All right, you're going to take two harm, ignore armor. Okay, and it's brought down to one harm because for that previous level up thing, I chose immortal, which gives me the effect you do not age or sicken, and whenever you suffer harm, you suffer one harm less. All right, one harm. And who's your best friend at the Ravens? Judas. Ah. It is not mutual. 
you remember some fun advent well fun from your perspective judas mostly <laughs> brooded the whole time adventures you went on with judas you take another advancement i'm going to take a constructed move detachable parts fun probably not going to ever come up in this no they act as an ally so, uh so i could detach my arms and have them like no that's stupid never mind Everything it's, we are doing so here is stupid, Colin. <laughs> that brings us to the NPC's turn. All right, Tony, fuck me up. First, I'm going to find out what happens with the minions. There's two down, there's three to go, so I'm going to roll. Let's see. We still got five guys up. All right, your little dude has destroyed his minion. One million minion still kicking. Another minion down, there's only one left, and I'm just going to say SWAT descends on it and just blows it to pieces. And that's just in time for Anthony. Still kind of like hunkered down from the dick salmon. Slams his hands into the ground and just out screams. It's like an inward scream. The screams coming from everywhere but Anthony, it seems like. You don't mm. take any harm. But similarly to how the SWAT members were not there and then there, there are now four minions that were not there and are now there. One of them seems to be uh, Raven, actually. So we're back up to five minions. That was Anthony's turn. Judas. I mean, just whack the guy on the head with the uh yeah okay the hard drive so, so i just assume that if your turn should by some non-miracle come up again you're just gonna hit him yeah that's uh all right so as soon as a fight starts that's about all i'm good for kick some ass come in fucking half judy okay wow cut him in fucking half judy <laughs> cut him in half all right so this is with the sword proper now it's a 13 for the folks at home. Yeah, yeah and I will inflict terrible harm, so that's four instead of three. Anthony just drops. There's no flashy explosion. He doesn't crumble away into dust. Anthony just seems to stop. He's there and then not there. The minions collapse where they are. Some of them do kind of crumble into dust, but that's out of age more than anything. The shimmer is gone. You win. Does the place still feel ooky? Well, kind of, but that's because it is abandoned amusement park and those places always feel ooky, but not like ooky gooky. Just ooky. And that one is for Samantha. You never told me what happened to your second wife. I've always heard about the first and the third, but not the second. He does actually have a, yeah, a second and a third. I know. That's I'm <laughs> the joke. I'm, I figured he had at least three. So I'm making the joke that Samantha is the third one, but we've never heard the second one. She was one of the vampires I was hunting. Oh, okay. 
Wasn't that? Yeah, yes. Delilah is the second one, actually. Samantha is Samantha's the third one. Yep. Oh my god, I guessed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna just let Judy brood for a while. When he gets like this, he he just needs time to work through it. So I'm gonna go debrief with the rest of the squad. She finally became mortal again. Dietro, your phone's actually blowing up. Only to be torn apart by werewolves. Gonna pull it out? It's, uh... Well, this Anthony. The real Anthony. Is like an incoming call? Yeah. Alright. I'm going to answer it before he can say anything. I'm just going... Tony, you fuck! Oh, you're alive. Alright. We've been trying to reach you for hours. What happened? Uh, park was haunted. Some memory-eating monster that could block space like a flytrap. That's a new one. Okay. Everything good up there, though? No injuries? Or, well, I am assuming there's injuries. There's always injuries. But everyone still alive? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm bleeding. I'm probably gonna fall down in a minute. Somebody don't come over and hold me up. But everybody's alive. Everybody's in good shape. Terry's a little right. chipped. I'm sending trauma uh, team up there. Please and thank you. <sighs> I, I still remember the smile she gave me when I left home that day. Is that Judas? Is he brooding again? He is indeed brooding again. Fucking, I heard Judas, like, start a sentence, and I quickly put it on speakerphone <laughs> so it could get captured <laughs> for Tony's benefit. All right, screen wipe. It's a couple hours later. Judas and Deidre, you have been patched up to the best of the ability. You'll probably need to, you know, it's going to be a little bit of downtime before you're field ready again. I Terracotta, mean, what, you're... what happens immediately is I, I hang up, and then I, like... I put the phone in my pocket and I... And I'm going to use Unstoppable, which is going to heal two harm and stabilize me in exchange for three fire. So I actually heal myself pretty good. Fair enough. You kind of like stumble, but you're still steady. On, but you, you keep on your feet. A little unsteady, but still rocking. All right. So yeah, screen wipe. It's been a couple hours later. Trauma team had to do the same hike as the rest of you did because, you know, road blocked. We have fucking helicopters who work for the federal government. I'm complaining to the trauma team. Alright. Listen. You said it wasn't as serious. Helicopters cost a lot of money. Okay. Someone brought the magically infused tub, correct? Yes, we brought the magically infused... You know what? Oh. Tell Anthony, the real Anthony, is just here. <laughs> so... Let me see the journal you found. This was her sword originally. I know, Judas. You, you told me that at least once a week. I'm going to extricate the notebook from Judy's grip and give it to Tony. How did I never call him Judy during this session? Yeah, I. That's my for, name. For reference, it's, it's gotten into a pocket and he, you can just safely fish it out while he's going over his sword. Okay. Ah, Jesus. That's a lot of... Alright, so... I... What's fucked up most about this is that we didn't even know these agents were missing. We didn't even remember them. So... There have been some ghosts that need memories. That's pretty rare. But this whole... Taking the self in two is... 
that's a new one. So, congratulations, you found a new type of creature. That means... You get to name it. Hmm. He's just staring at you with his, like, the best dad stare he can do. I'm thinking. That big square plastic rims and that tight haircut just staring right at you. you. He's not saying it, but you can feel it. He's thinking it with every fiber of his being. Don't say something stupid. Because I have to write it in the official report. And so my first thought is like, history eater? Hmm. Do you want to know what I internally called this monster? Like the internal name I had for this? Hmm. Absolutely, I do. Uh, I call it the unthinkable. <laughs> Can Terracotta bring that up as a possible name? It's up to the group. I mean, you can posit that, but if that's what you go with, that's up to the group. The unthinkable. Anthony just kind of gives like a little sigh of relief and he looks at you like, please go with that. Please go with that. Please <laughs> go with that. I like kick Judy's shoes a little bit. Hey, hey, you want to get in on this name in action? Names. All I have now are the names. Swain, any thoughts? Name taker? So are we naming the class or just the individual entity? Uh, well, right now, just the individual entity. This is the only example of one we've found so far, but if another one shows up, it'll become the class. Yeah, alright, so we'll call, we'll call the, we'll put the, uh, the code name for it is unthinkable, and then if we do find, wind up finding another one of these, we'll make it a class history eater. I can work with that. I can live with that. Why is everyone from Boston in my games? <laughs> <laughs> I can work with that. It's not the worst name. I'm not going to be embarrassed when I write it on hard copy. <sighs> well, you've had much... Well, no, I'm actually proud to admit this. You've done what several teams of Ravens didn't manage to do. Good job. I'm oh, yeah. actually proud of you. Speaking of, we really should sweep through there and collect all of our own corpses. Yeah. I imagine there's going to be a lot of missing persons cases turning up suddenly. Well, I mean, depending on how thorough this thing is, uh, those cases probably didn't exist until a couple hours ago. Yeah, they're going to kind of suddenly exist, so... Fortunately for you guys, paperwork is my job, but if you're wanting to help clean up crew, I will not turn that down. Walk up to him, sling an arm over his shoulder, clap the hand down. Tony, you absolute fuck. You could not pay me enough. You are getting blood on my suit. You deserve it. Fuck you. And that's the end. I'm going to call it there. Judy, you want to go get drunk? All right, no, that, that that's the. <laughs> you're, you're you're defying my will. This is sacrilege. I wanted to get, I wanted to get one more line out of Bobbin. Take us home, Bobbin. Drinks, huh? Sure. I got so many memories to drink too. Uh, that works. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you for tuning into this little Monster of the Week one-off. This is, I think, the first Raven's Hunt set in a post-Baltimore world. Yes, it is. That's neat. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope the players enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed listening to it at home. I had fun putting this one together. I got to fuck up a dude real good. Same. Mm-hmm. If I had realized we had made an entire team of meatheads, I probably would have played another class. But I had this idea in my mind for so long, I wanted to make it real. Uh, it was great. We bumble fucked real hard through the first half of it. And then when it came time to actually throw hands, we threw the biggest <laughs> hands. <laughs> Did we roll anything lower than a nine that entire fight? Doesn't look like check. it. Seven. There was a seven, seven. There was a seven. There was a seven. No, wait, that's a sharp that's roll. That's a sharp roll, though. Yeah, oh. okay. So it looks like the f fight starts with Collins 13. No, the fight so, starts yeah. with Cat's 12, but either way. Yeah, I don't think you rolled below a nine here. All right, yeah, you did a lot of ass kicking. Not a lot of taking names, though. We took you our names back. a lot of names. Yeah. Everybody had the same thought. Alright. <laughs> well, good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. <laughs>